You're listening to Sunday Funday. I'm your host Shauna and on this podcast I talk about anything and who knows what that will be and sometimes I interview some people so make sure you listen and thank you for listening to this episode but anyways don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hello and you are very welcome to episode 109 of Sunday Funday. I'm Shauna and you are very welcome to this week's podcast. Coming up in this week's podcast, I got to interview DJ Flip early on in the week. So you get an interview today, um, which is an unusual one for the podcast in the last couple of months. Uh, but yeah, DJ Flip, I got to interview him during the week, as I said, um, DJ Flip was amazing and had so much fun recording the interview. He was absolutely amazing. And he's also great doing a live gig. Like, everyone knows I went to see the two Johnnies two weeks ago. And DJ Flip was absolutely amazing doing his set. I really did enjoy his, like, DJ gig. It was really good. Um, But, yeah, it has been a busy week doing bits and pieces here and there. And, yeah, not a whole lot has gone on. Other than a bit of work or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, as I said, if you interviewed this week's podcast with DJ Flip. Uh, and as, as I said, check DJ Flip out on social media. DJ Flip hold me. And if you ever want to get in touch with the podcast itself, you can check it out on social media. At Seanadol26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you ever want to get in touch with the podcast, you can email sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. But while any longer, let's just get straight into this week's podcast. DJ Flip, you are very welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for joining. No problem. Thanks for having me, Shana. I'm going to start off by asking you, Flip, um, what is it like being a DJ? It's a lot of fun. You know, I've been doing it a long time now, so it's also work, but the fun outweighs the work still, which is good. So as long as people keep dancing, I'll keep playing the music. Yeah, exactly. And it's always great to have work where you enjoy it and it feels like you're not actually doing work as well. Exactly. That's the goal, isn't it? To have a job that doesn't feel like a job. So Flip, how did you become a DJ? Well, I've been interested in music from a young age and like my brother bringing home good CDs, you know, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, uh, The Prodigy, listening to all this good music at a young age just made me, I was like, you know what, I want to know more about this stuff. So I went searching for it and the more I found, the more I realized, yeah, I, I think this is what I want to do. That's how it happened, I guess. Yeah. And what would be your favorite thing about being a DJ? Um, as cliched as it sounds, meeting new people like, you know, I, I can fly anywhere in the world on my own and go to a gig on my own and leave with, you know, potentially five to 50 new friends, depending on how good the gig went. So, yeah, like really just meeting new people, new cultures. That's always what's going to be the best thing about what I do. Yeah, exactly. Because like even so I know you're at the two Johnny's there a few weeks ago, like there's like 15,000. There's probably like a good fistful of them that's after following you since then as well i mean like i nearly counted there's there's i had over a hundred follows about two hours after my set which is crazy which is you know like i guess the two johnny's probably got like ten thousand new follows but 
for me to get a hundred follows in an hour or two is pretty awesome. You know what I mean? So I would like to think that I've made new friends that night and hopefully new fans, you know, like people seem to enjoy it, which is great. Yeah, it is. And what would be the biggest challenge about being a DJ? Oh, that's a good question. The biggest challenge. Well, there's new challenges every year, you know, like and now I guess I guess the tough one now is how easy it's become with equipment. You know, like technology has come so far that like nearly anyone can just buy a controller and download a couple of songs and start DJing in the local where when I first started, you had to buy turntables, you had to buy vinyl every week. It was it wasn't an expensive hobby. It was something you're like, okay, I'm either committing to this or I'm not. But nowadays, all you have to do is kind of, you know, just buy one thing. And then you're like, okay, let's see if this is for me or not. You know, there's there's not there's, there's not a lot of uh, risk involved in becoming a DJ these days as there was back in the day. I don't want to say back in the day too much. I don't want to portray myself as too old. So that's my back in the day quota reached right there. I'm not saying it again. Yeah, and you even see now that like likes TikTok and so many more DJs and artists coming up because they're going live and posting videos every day as well. You know what? You're you're dead right. Actually, that's that's an even better thing than I said. Like the challenges are to try and stay relevant every day. You know, like I could, for example, the two Johnnies was last week. If I don't post two or three new videos immediately following that, I get left behind already. You know, like any everyone that was at that show a week ago that remembers DJ Flip is doing a great set will probably have forgotten me in six months unless I stay active and, you know, constantly boom, 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 lashing out videos. So you, you're you dead right. Staying active online is also a challenge because, you know, it's it's tiring. Sometimes I just don't want to be online posting new videos and posting pictures. Yeah. And what is it like performing in such like a big crowd? Like, would you feel nervous or excited? What would you feel? Always, 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 always. Like now, you you know, obviously what happened at the end of my set. So I had extra nerves on top of that going into it because I knew what I'd be asking. But um, yeah, I, I just remember finding the promoter. I'm like, hey, do me a favor. I need a bottle of vodka before I come on, you know, and they're like, yep, cool. We understand. And I had a couple of shots. I'm like, okay, I feel a bit better, but it's, it's, it's nerve wracking, especially at Musgrave park. You know, when I was doing my sound check and I, I must post that video, actually, it's just, I have the video of me on stage with an empty stadium and I'm just looking like, Oh my God, this is huge. So, you know, when I'm practicing, I'm like, mic check one, two, one, two. I'm like, Oh God, this like I, I don't know how it's gonna go you know I, I remember everyone is there for the two Johnnies they're not there for me so my set is getting in the way of people seeing who they came to see so I always have that uphill battle of I have to get a whole room of people that aren't there for me to get on my side which I think I did quite well but it's that's always a challenge so it's it's nerve-wracking you know every gig if I ever do a gig and I'm not nervous I, I can probably retire and as you said, you asked your girlfriend a question on stage that day. And I said, I'll let you tell the listeners what that question was. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty obvious now. So I asked her, would she like to be my wife? You know what? To be honest, I don't even know what I asked her. It was that much of a blur. She even laughed. She doesn't know. Neither of us know because I put the microphone down. Like, obviously, it was quite public, uh, you know, proposing to your girlfriend in front of 15,000 people. But I put the mic down and said, I want this to be just between you and me. And I do not remember what I asked. Obviously, I asked, will you marry me? Obviously, she said yes. But how I did it, I don't know. And she doesn't know, which kind of makes the story even funnier. Yeah. And 
did your friend say no this was about to happen or did she say much after the show like was she like kind of awkward about it or was she like kind she of was delighted she was absolutely delighted like we've been going out for nine years so you know she knew the question was coming soon she just didn't know it was coming you know on number one in cork and number two on stage in front of fifteen thousand, but uh so initially very shocked but over the moon she's like delighted now yeah and if you aren't a dj today what do you think you'd be doing oh my god that is a super question wow give me a second i i you know you know i i'd like to say working with dogs of some kind because i love dogs i love animals but uh i really don't know i can't picture a life not having music involved I, so to be honest the, the answer is i don't know and i know i should probably be more prepared in life than that but i do not know is the answer that's how much i've put all my eggs in the music basket yeah and that's probably a good thing as well because you're more focused then on your music as well you know what it's probably a bad thing shawnee you should probably have a backup plan but yeah if anyone's listening don't just focus on one thing uh, i mean they say every millionaire has five uh, different streams of income so work on four other things if you love one thing at least have four other side hustles so this this podcast is going to make me have, have a think about what the other my other hustles should be yeah and um did you enjoy school when you're growing up oh bad question no no i didn't and you know that's on me because now looking back I wish I worked harder, you know, studied harder, wasn't such a bit of a brat. Because, see, I knew at a young age, I want to be a DJ. This school is getting in the way of me practicing, you know, doing what I love. And I knew that early, like real early, you know, as I said, like at the age of 12, I remember saying to my mother, I'm either going to be the WWF world champion or a DJ. And I'm not big enough to be a wrestler, you know, so... Yeah, school, unfortunately, just wasn't for me. But again, looking back, I wish it was. Also, I wish they taught slightly different. Like, it was, it's quite boring to me. You know, there's 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 ways to teach people things that, that are interesting. And I just found school to be very um, robotic. You know what I mean? Like, when you know when you're interested in something, you, you, you immerse yourself in it. You want to learn as much as you can about it. And the older I get, like geography, for example, I now love geography. I love going around the world, visiting different countries. But geography in school used to bore me to tears because my teacher was boring. No disrespect to him. I won't say his name. But you know what I mean? Like if, if I knew how fun geography actually was, I would have studied more and paid attention more. Yeah. And it always comes down to the teacher as well, because like you always have that one teacher that will go on return to leave and then you come back, they come back and you're like, God, I actually didn't miss this teacher because you realize how much you enjoyed their class compared to the substitute that was in for that teacher. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I had a, an Irish teacher who was also the PE teacher who was really, really cool. He was also the basketball coach. And like, I loved basketball in school. So I was as good as gold in his class because I respected him and I liked him and he listened to rap music as well. Like I remember just thinking this teacher is cool, you know, and I, I liked him. So I paid attention and tried my best, you know, but then there was other teachers that, you know, te at the time they felt like there were 60, like your parents, you know, but now looking back there, they're probably only 30, but like to me, they've just felt ancient and boring. And I'm like, this isn't for me. Hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. 
And did you have anything that you absolutely loved about school or did you just absolutely hate it altogether? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Literally basketball, playing basketball. Like our our, our team won the All-Ireland Basketball Championships. I, I don't even remember what it's called. So I have a gold medal somewhere in the house here when I was 14 or 15 for winning the All-Ireland. Now, let me just say there should be an asterisk, asterisk beside that because our centre, big Marky Mulholland, scored about 60 of the points a game. Like you just give him the ball and get out of the way. So like he was about six foot three and two hundred pounds when he was fifteen, you know what I mean? So not many kids were, were getting the ball off of Mark. So uh yeah, that, that was my favorite. I, I loved basketball and that really doesn't answer the question about school, does it? Because that's not a a subject, unfortunately. But as I said, if, if anyone is listening to this and they're going through what I just mentioned, you'll look back on this and regret it. You know what I mean? So my advice is study hard work hard and don't don't leave any what ifs don't leave school and being and look back with a what if you know leave being happy hold your head up high and say i did my best and that's all i can give yeah and that's valuable advice as well because i know a lot of my listeners are kind of like fairly young as well so they're definitely just taking notes down or something now as well well i hope i'm not boring anyone with my big lecture here i don't mean to you just this is what i wish someone or i wish i could say to me you know if you could have the time machine and what would you say to your younger self it would have been do better in school do better trust me on this you'll 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 regret it and that's i still have nightmares about school you know and that's it's, it's one of just those things I, I know I, I have them because of how I was in school. You know, I, I still every two or three months I have a dream about school and I hate it. You know, it's like, you know, do you ever get a dream about when your teeth are falling out or something like that? You know, that that feeling you have it's like that's I still get that with school nightmares. And I know that I wouldn't be getting those if I just did better. So, Flip, what is something that most people don't know about you? Well, I live quite a public lifestyle, so um, I don't have too many secrets. Any any secrets I do have, I definitely don't want anyone knowing. But the majority of my life, you can probably see on my Instagram. I, I don't really hide too much, so um, nothing really. Yeah. And what is one day in your life that you'll never forget? Jeez, I, I have to say last Saturday, don't I? <laughs> And what else? In 2003, December 6th, I think it was, or the 8th, I think it was December 6th, I won the World ITF DJ Championships. So obviously becoming a world champion will be a day I guess I'll never forget. Um, The day I proposed to my missus and we'll go with those two for now. Those are two pretty good days. Yeah, they definitely will stand out anyways for a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with those. And what is three things that you'll do every day? Three things I do every day. Okay, we'll start. We'll go easy. Obviously, brush my teeth. Um, walk the dog. And drink plenty of water. <laughs> and who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, good question. This is like, obviously, musically, like, DJ wise, there's a lot of really good DJs out there. Like, let me see, Scratch Bastard, DJ Angelo, um, DJ Craze. Now, these are just mute, Jazzy Jeff. Uh, that's DJ wise. Uh, life wise, like my mother inspires me. You know, she's what, 72, 73, 74. She's still active. You know, she's very active, living her best life. 
you know, like if I can make it to 74 and be as healthy as her, I'll be over the moon. Um, who else inspires me? That's, yeah, that, that, I mean, there's more, but I, I can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, and if you could have any superpower, what would you pick? It's got to be... Ah, oh, geez, I'd love to be able to fly. But then does that make you a big weirdo? Can people see? They're like, oh, my God, there's a guy flying. And your life just won't be normal ever again. Where if you could become invisible, you, I guess once people don't see it. It's a tricky one. You know, what, what, are the, what, what are the knock-on effects? Is there no effects whatsoever? Or does it affect your life? There's, give me your part two to the question. Yes, true as well. Because like, if you're flying, you could just... You won't have to walk, but then if you're invisible, you could like prank someone, you could, or you could scare them as well. Not only that, you could. <laughs> Shauna, this just shows how both of our minds work. You, you're talking about pranking people. I'm thinking of walking into a bank and robbing half a million euros. <laughs> but then, do they see the money floating away? Do they see my clothes? Is it just me invisible, or is my whole clothes invisible? Yeah. And um, what is one thing you could not live without? Music music absolutely couldn't picture a life without so i guess my hearing to be very precise you know that like not being able to listen to music every day would be torture yeah and if you ever won the lotto what would be the first thing you'd buy um i'm i'm quite an an unselfish person in this way like i'd love to buy my mother a big house in spain or something like that you know or like I, I'd, I'd sort the family out immediately. All of my immediate family and friends, I'd be like, here you go. Again, though, sorry to add on. How much are we talking? Are we talking a million? Are we talking 50 million? Maybe probably like the or million, million or something. Give me a price. Give me, give me how much did I win? Two million. Ah, two million. Well, then everyone's getting 10 grand. <laughs> 200 million, they're getting houses and cars. Two million, they're getting 10 grand. And thanks very much. Yeah. And um, what do you think your life will look like in five years' time? Well, I have to, I have to assume married with kids, <laughs> don't I? And about three St. Bernards. No, nah, no, that's that's an in-joke now because uh, I, I currently have a St. Bernard. And the missus is saying, enjoy him because we are never getting another one. <laughs> like, he's so messy. But he's, he's the best. But my God, he's messy. So, uh, yeah, I have to. That's and that's one of those things I have to thank God for every day and enjoy while I can, because I'll never have another one. Yeah. And um, do you think do you have any advice to anyone that maybe wants to start DJing? Um, yeah, learn, learn, learn the history. Learn like don't just jump into it and, you know, be like, I'm a DJ, you know, actually study the history of DJing, see how it started, where, where it came from, how it began, the pioneers, like actually, you know, that's how you get respect from other DJs is knowing the craft and knowing the history of DJing. Like a lot of new DJs that don't get respect is probably because it looks like they're in it for a quick cash grab and, you know, it's cool and popular where ultimately my advice would be just learn the history and practice. You, you got to practice a lot. Practice, practice, and then practice again on top of that. Yeah. And what advice would you give to your 13-year-old self? Oh, I've already answered that. Do better in school. Save more money. Um, brush your teeth three times a day. Um, learn how to... Learn, learn about 
life, you know, like learn what you need in life. This is again, going back to school. Like they don't teach you how to do your taxes. They don't teach you how to save money. You know what I mean? Like things that you act like, I don't need to know algebra, but I do need to know how to do my taxes. You know what I mean? So like be learn more things that you will you will that will actually equip you for the future yeah exactly because like i'm just after finished leaving start now and like all i can remember is how to solve for x but i can't remember anything else do you know how to do your taxes no exactly. it was taught but it could never it was never like understandable if you get me yeah absolutely we should all and you know what else home ec home ec should be standard in school like everyone should know how to cook themselves a dinner. You know what I mean? That's home ec and like learning how to do your taxes should be in the leave insert. Yeah, exactly. Because like I even remember doing TY during COVID and all. And they did cooking and they did all these foods that like no one would ever eat themselves. It was all rotten and everyone hated it. So we're like, that was a waste of time. Yeah, that, exactly. Um. So that's question for you flip um where can people find you on social media i uh, to be honest i'm mainly on instagram so that would be all now all my handles are at dj flip hold me so as in hold you know hug <laughs> at dj flip hold me on instagram facebook twitter tiktok but now my tiktok is abandoned i mean i'll post a video once every three months i have no interest in it now i know i should i know that's probably where i should focus more than anywhere but i don't instagram is where i'm mostly active yeah that's perfect and thank you so much for joining i really do appreciate it no problem shauna thank you for wanting me We are now at the end of episode 109 of Sunday Funday and I'd like to say thank you all so much for listening to this week's podcast. It really does mean so much to me and don't forget to check out DJ Flip on social media. As DJ Flip said himself, it's at DJ Flip Hold Me. It's their Instagram, TikTok, you know yourself. And while you're at it, you may as well check out the podcast on social media as well. Shauna Doll 26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you ever want to get in touch with the podcast, you can always email Podcast at yahoo.com. But yeah, don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share the podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can follow. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean so much to me. And I'll be back next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. So make sure you tune back in. Mm-hmm.